Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. I love it when guests come bearing gifts and it's toilet paper today. It is. <laughs> That's wonderful because I was reading earlier 27,000 trees are destroyed every day just to make toilet paper. Harvesting trees we know has an irreversible impact on our ecosystem and it's a big issue here in Southeast Asia when you think about uh, haze and the source of haze in Southeast Asia. In hopes of inspiring consumers to change their attitude towards no plastic waste, they are the best social enterprise. They've been named best social enterprise at the recent Sustainable Business Awards 2019. They're a local startup. We're getting to know the people behind the Nurturing Co. Dedicated to daily essential use products that reduce to zero plastic and have zero impact on our forests. So your core product is Bambaloo. David Ward, CEO of The Nurturing Co. and Michael D. Oliveira is COO of The Nurturing Co. Tell me about your core product. Yes, it's 100% bamboo. So big difference that most people may or may not know is that bamboo is a grass. So like the grass in your garden, you cut it, it grows, you cut it, it grows. So and it holds the carbon in the root. So unlike a tree that holds it in the trunk, which is why we have the deforestation problem, because the tree takes about 25 years to grow and will only give us 1,500 toilet rolls. Oh, wow. After 20, it's a long time to wait to go to the toilet. Sobering. Um, <laughs> but bamboo is ready to harvest in about three years. Most importantly, it uses a different type of land. It doesn't need grade A arable land like trees do. So we have very few uses. We build on it, we put crops on it, we put animals on it, or we grow trees for the pulping industry. So the more wood pulping industry, forestation that appears, normally at the expense of the old forestation that's there, which is why we've had the haze here in the past. And it's still there, sadly, but just it's blowing somewhere else. Mm. Um, Bamboo will grow on eroded land spaces. So it grows on mountainsides, places where trees cannot grow. But importantly, it's family farmed. You know, it's grown by hand, cut by farmers. They carry their um, canes up to the mill. They get paid an open market rate. It's not controlled by big conglomerates. Most importantly, from a consumer perspective, it's hypoallergenic, naturally. So it's actually much better for our skin than any kind of wood pulp paper that we might be able to find out there. Wonderful. So Bambaloo is your line of paper products. Yes. May I feel oh, yes, of course. the toilet yeah. oh, paper roll you go, you that go. you've brought... Okay. Every roll is individually wrapped. We do a grab bag at retail, which has eight in it. We then sell it in a box of 36 or a big carton of 96, depending on your family or business needs. It's three-ply tissue paper. Yeah, it feels really Um, good. And Michelle, even hotels Mm. have tried it. It's no different to your average, whatever brand out there. I'd say it feels better than average, actually. Oh, thank you. It feels luxurious. Also, the way it operates in water, it breaks down differently, so it doesn't clog up pipes, which is really important for us here in Singapore. Why does it break down differently? Bamboo, it kind of dissolves. It's what they call septic safe, which means it'll actually dissolve in still water, so it doesn't need the irrigation requirement that, let's say, uh, tree pulp paper requires. So tree pulp paper can get blocked up in a communal drains quite easily because it tends to bind to itself and it requires a lot of irrigation of water to move it past the blockage. Bamboo tissue paper doesn't do that. Just kind Better of, for the environment. Better, better for your toilet much, too. Much, much better. How's it for my wallet? It's about the same price. It's a little, I'd say we're probably about 10% more expensive than let's say the average here. So we compete against the other bamboo brands on par and then mm. we are probably a little less expensive than some of the Australian toilet papers you find here in Singapore. 
but against the sort of house brands, we are a little bit more expensive. But partly that is down to the fact that we have no plastics in our supply chain. So we deliver everything in craft card paper bags at retail. Um, that bag, to put it into context, which is to bring us around to why we do it mm. with no plastics, it's 500 times more expensive than the plastic that you will find wrapped around your average 10-pack of toilet paper in the stores. Your bag. Yeah. Not that expensive in a production terms. It's 22 US cents when we make it. But that is just to indicate how inexpensive plastic has become in terms of packaging. Right. And that's why it's been overused, you know. And, yes, and we, we feel, you know, we, we feel that we don't want to add any more plastics to the incinerators, which turn out ash that needs to be dumped into a landfill. This does not impact Singapore all. at all. I can see why you walked away with that award. Uh, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Best social enterprise at the recent Sustainable Business Awards. Let's get to know you two a little better. The show is called Influence. David, you are a former engineer for over two decades. Michael, you spent about two decades working in the broadcast media industry. So how did this partnership (laughs) happen? I went from being an engineer to working in the fashion industry, actually, for a very, very long time. Came to live in Singapore, and I kind of just woke up on a... Saturday morning in 2012, I think it was, and decided I needed to do something about it. I couldn't find any sustainable products here at that stage. So I created what is really Singapore's first sustainable products brand, which is called No Trees. Fresh off the plane, didn't really know the ground very well, didn't know my way around the investment market, and the investment market absolutely wasn't interested in (laughs) environmental products at that stage. Um, But I did find some great people, the brothers that run FJ Benjamin, so a call out to those guys, to sort of take it on board more on a sort of philanthropic family level. And they took it over, and I ran that company for them for three years before it was then sold on to another company here in Singapore. But I constantly wanted to try and improve the offer. During that period of time, it became very clear that the realities of the impact of plastics in our environment were becoming more well-known to people. Mm. And do you think consumers here are very... I think what consumers do you think here are, are really now becoming aware more and more every day of the impact, maybe not of their own impact, but certainly of the impact in general around them that's being caused by the overabundance of plastics. And it's not saying that plastic isn't a good product. I actually studied as a plastics engineer when I left school. Interesting. And it's a fantastic material for a lot of things. We've just overused it. Mm-hmm. We've got to ratchet back and we've got to get ourselves back to the point where we can control and, and actually manage Um, the disposal of that material um, or the recycling of that material because although everyone will say, you know, plastic bottled water, the plastic is recyclable, it just doesn't happen Mm. because there's no value in the recycling process. And as we've been reading recently in the news, what we thought were fairly solid, dependable numbers on, you know, how much, you know, this company, country were recycling has turned out to be not correct because, in fact, all they were doing was putting it in a container and shipping it off to us over here in Asia, to many countries, including China, who have now been closing their door mm-hmm. to other nations to say, actually, we've got enough plastic rubbish, thank you very much, we don't want yours. There's a backwash effect happening now in the recycling industry as to how they, all these countries are going to deal with this. But really, the key way is just stop using the stuff in mm. any way and every way we can, and that's really our mission. Powerful message. David, what brought you on board after 20 years in broadcasting? So basically, I think after 20 years, I had enough of the big corporate 
life and I wanted to do something more entrepreneurial and I enrolled in this incubator last year and literally that's where I met David on the first day. So this incubator was to help us, you know, be entrepreneurial and find a co-founder, find an idea that could be investable. So you had no idea when you joined this incubator? No, no idea. Oh, I did. I, I, <laughs> you were the man well, with the ideas. Yeah. He, he had formed the idea for Bamboo and was already yeah. working on it. I think oh. it was just a matter of me being personally very much proactive in terms of the environment and really pro-sustainable it just made sense for me. So after a while of, you know, working here and working there in terms of in the incubator, it just made sense to work with David. So that's how we teamed up early this year. And What's we, it going to take for this company to scale up or what are your goals for well, it? With, you uh, mentioned you we, sold we, your previous company. Yeah, when it was sold, it wasn't my company, you know, so a lot of people go, oh my God, you know, you, you sold the you company developed and, sold and you didn't make company? any money from it. But actually, to be honest, and I mean this most sincerely, it is not about the money. It is mm. about the mission. It is about doing it. It was mm. a huge moment for me to see that brand appear on the shelves for the very first time. It's a huge moment when I get stopped by people and they go, oh my God, you're the guy that created no trees and you're the guy that's doing this. It's very gratifying to know that you're impacting and helping people change their lives because that's what it's all about. It isn't about... It wasn't about scaling making, up. Making lots of money. Scaling mm-hmm. up, absolutely, because mm-hmm. the more impact you can have, the bigger the, uh, the, bigger the mission. investment. Um, yeah. So, you know, we already licensed our brand outside of Singapore into New Zealand. Mm. I didn't create Bamboo Lou. We brought Bamboo Lou into our company. I was working on another name for another brand, and I just happened to get into conversation with a single mom from Florida who created Bamboo Lou, spent a lot of money, invested a lot of her time, um, but due to changes in her own family, her sister sadly uh, contracted cancer, she couldn't pursue it in the way that she wanted. So we folded that brand into our company. Kind of gave us a jump start because we had, you know, great brand, great marketing all set up. It really helped us accelerate the, the business a little faster. She's still involved in the company. She still owns part of the nurturing company as well. Our mission is to extend the range of product here in Singapore and then start to create more distribution countries and to license it into other countries as well. Are retailers supportive in this drive? Absolutely. I think retailers have been very supportive, particularly the online channels and as well as those channels that are very much driven towards wholesale, organic and natural and sustainable products. So, uh, you know, we're currently on Lazada, you know, and we're doing really well there. Mm. You know, you can also find us in cold storage in certain stores, uh, not all cold, cold storage stores, but certain stores. Um, I think where we want to be really is we want to be in front and center of organizations, corporates, hotels particularly, yes, who have a big impact on the environment and want to be a positive impact you know, in future rather than a negative impact. So we're talking to several. We've had great responses. So I think you know, that's where we will scale to. And what has been some challenges for this business? I think the biggest challenge is, is that, you know, we, we, we sit at a sort of a crosshair between um, reality and, and non-reality of information. So some people don't always believe everything they're reading and, you know, a little bit of head in the sand mm. um, about, you know, climate impact and climate change. And, and sadly, it, it is true. Um, you know, we do need to make changes. Getting anyone to change is difficult. So you've got a sort of inherent natural, but I do this this way kind of approach. You know, talking to retailers, you know, physical retailers is the same. They're they're still a little slow on the uptake that they should be cutting out plastics wherever they can. You know, we we are Singapore's only 100% plastics packaging free brand. Still, which is surprisingly amazing, amazing um, in this climate. You know, um, you get rained you on every more, day. Yeah, well, you think more would change more quickly, but mm-hmm. um, I guess funding is always a big difficulty here in Singapore with a business that's not, say, let's say, tech related. 
you yeah. know, we're still very young. We've only been really chipping since the beginning of this year. We did, I think, almost 40% more in the last quarter over the first quarter. It's uh, huge growth. So it's, you know, we're very happy. But, you know, it still makes us very young in the eyes of investors who are just, oh, just wait and see how you get on. And that makes it difficult. So, you know, it is bootstrapping to the extreme in both cases. But we do see some glimmer of hope. I mean, Singapore yeah, announced zero waste master plan in some of the constituencies like Nisun. They're going zero waste. Yeah. The Singapore government's going zero waste. So we want to tap into that. A roadmap, I think we're, de- the we're developing. Years, yeah. We're developing a lot of ideas based on feedback from the hotels. Yeah. Bamboo toothbrushes, tissue products from cocktail napkins to jumbo rolls. Anything that is wood pulp based tissue can be bamboo based tissue and anything that's plastic could potentially be made into bamboo as well hence the toothbrushes so we're quite excited about our roadmap well very exciting to meet you thank you both let's get the name of your company out there again the nurturing co thank you very much michael de Oliveira, coo david ward is ceo all the best guys thank you very much Michelle. thank you you very much for your time this morning to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.